0: I had zero friends, none at all. I hadn't really thought about it up to that point, but I had no connections. I was living my life as an island all by myself, self-reliant, it was something I valued, was to do everything on my own and not not be needy and need anyone else. So being on this weekend, I began to get a glimpse of, of being able to live a life interconnected with other people
1: Welcome to The Crucible Project podcast. The Crucible Project is a nonprofit organization committed to creating a world of men and women who live with integrity, grace, and courage, helping them to fulfill their God-given purpose. This podcast will discuss important and sometimes difficult topics while delivering practical life applications with men and women who are currently practicing this work. We are igniting Christ-like change in men and women through experiences of radical honesty and grace. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Crucible uh, podcast. My name is Andy Spell. I'm one of the hosts for these podcasts. And I am so excited to have Jeremy Driver with me today. Jeremy is just one of the great men in the Crucible project. And I'm excited to have him on here because not only is he a great man in in our Crucible project, but he is the Houston community leader. And so I'm excited to let him tell a little bit, of his story today, and I hope that his story resonates uh, with you that are listening to the podcast today. So, Jeremy, welcome, man.
0: Yeah, great to be here. Thanks, Andy.
1: I'm so glad you're here. So, uh, let's just dive in. Are you ready for that? Yeah,
0: let's get started.
1: Okay, so um, what led up to you deciding that you would go to a crucible weekend? What was going on in your life that made you say, man, I think I will step into this.
0: That is a very interesting question. You said for me deciding that I would go, uh, and I did decide to go, but I was actually in many ways told to go by a good friend who's now actually the executive director of the Crucible Project, Roy Wooten. But as far as the context of what was going on in my life, in a nutshell, my world was falling apart. And that is really what brought me to that point where I was willing to reach out and admit that I needed something. I needed help. I needed advice, whatever that was. And had my world not been falling apart, I don't think I would have ever considered going to a men's weekend of any kind because I didn't think I needed something like that. So I was in the midst of yeah, separated from my wife. A uh, company I was working for was going bankrupt. Having to sell my house uh, because of financial difficulties. Dealing with mental illness in the family. Yeah, and then also struggling and coming to terms with my own addiction. All of that happening simultaneously. Wow. Yeah, it rocked my world. And uh, so, it was uh, let me It was in a nice place, yeah. Uh,
1: what had life been like up until that point?
0: From my perspective uh, and from... From what I could tell, from a lot of other people's perspectives, I mean, my my world was very fairy tale like. There had not been any serious issues. No, I mean, yeah, normal little bumps and stuff along the way. But uh, my life was a fairy tale, and I hadn't had many challenges. Life was easy for me. Mm. Um, I didn't see it that way, but that's really what it was. And when you've never climbed a mountain, then uh, if I've never climbed a mountain before, then a speed bump is going to feel like a real hurdle. Um, And that's the way my life was until all of this began happening. And it just, it it was more than I could handle. I didn't know how to deal with it. And so I started reaching out to the only people I knew how, uh, and that was my pastor. And then my pastor said, you got to talk to this guy, Roy Wooten.
1: Awesome. So you got to your weekend and probably didn't know what to expect, but you just knew you were there to get something. So what was one way that God either showed up or something you got on that weekend that you were like at that moment, you said, this is worth it. This is what I either needed or I wanted.
0: There's a lot. Um, And I don't know how aware I was on the weekend of what I was truly getting. It was more feeling than conscious thought. It was an, a, a huge experience I'd never experienced before. And I remember telling one man early on in the weekend when he asked me what I wanted, and I told him I have no idea what I want. All I know is I need something, but I don't know what that something is. I know whatever I'm doing is not working, and I need something different. But what I think he he helped me work through that, and at least one of the things that I identified that I wanted was male connection. I wanted friends, to, to put it in a really simple way, friends. I had zero friends, none at all. I hadn't really thought about it up to that point, but I had no connections. I was living my life as uh, an island, all by myself, self-reliant. It was something I valued, was to do everything on my own and not not be needy and need anyone else. So being on this weekend, I began to get a glimpse of of being able to live a life interconnected with other people. And it wasn't wasn't the um, distasteful thing that I thought it was because I thought if I needed people and was connected to people, it'd be messy. And and oh, I don't need that complication and drama in my life. And then I would be weak if I needed people. But when I began to see these other men, men who I looked up to, men, I was like, okay, that's a, that's a strong man, somebody I can respect. And oh, and, and these other men, and, and just saw lots of men that I didn't have any reason to look down at. They were challenging me to step into that same place and to be vulnerable and to, to rely on other, all these things, these connections that, that I had been unwilling to make, I was being challenged to make them. Yeah, all that didn't happen on the weekend, but it, it, expo- it opened up my eyes to that possibility and just put me on a new path, a new journey. And I think the way God showed up was In lots of other ways, that was just one. I remember, (laughs) I remember showing up on the weekend and very early, like the very first night when I showed up, I knew, okay, this wasn't what I was expecting. (laughs) So I didn't really have any expectations, but this really wasn't it. And I remember having an internal dialogue with myself. Okay, Jeremy, you can either, you can do this the way you normally do it. And that is be a watcher. You can just be an observer here. You don't have to go all in. You can just do the minimum, blend in, no one will know. You know, you're never going to see these people again. So nobody cares. So just, you know, put in your time, get out, don't embarrass yourself, and and we'll be done with this. I challenged myself, and I said, well, let me challenge that. If I'm never going to see these people, then I have nothing to risk. Mm. There's nothing at risk for me. So I'm going to go all in. I'm going to give this medicine, if for lack of a better word, every chance to help me. And so I, I went all in and I'm so glad that I did. And I stepped into everything that was offered, all the exercises and processes that were there. As as best I could, I went all in. It was probably the most vulnerable I've ever been in my entire life up to that point. Yeah. Probably cried more tears on that weekend than I had in all of the time of my life put together. Yeah. So that's awesome. it, it was a, it was a powerful weekend and it's really hard to put into words about exactly how God showed up. He just showed up in, in every moment. And,
1: that's awesome. Uh, and, and, and yeah. And, and you were at that place. That's, that's so cool, man. Thank you for sharing that. So since then, so you had your weekend. God showed up, and you started learning that that connection was what you needed. Maybe you didn't know you wanted it, but it's what you needed. Man, beautiful things you're talking about there. Since that weekend, what has it given you? What has how has it for you made a difference in your life?
0: Yeah, I, it so many ways, um, and I've I've had this conversation to a degree with many men. Yeah, there's a phrase that you know, is often used and I'll clean it up a little bit, but it's like, you know, I didn't think that my poop stank <laughs> and, or, or at, at at a minimum, mine was better smelling than everybody else's.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yes. so
0: that's, I didn't consciously think that, but there was this part of me that just thought I'm not messed up like all these other people. Yeah. My mess need- isn't as messy I don't need this. I don't whatever. There was this underlying, I don't know where it came from or truly how it got there, but I just truly didn't think I needed fixing all that much. Like my fixing, eh, give me a little Neosporin and a Band-Aid. I'm good. But all these other people, they need therapy. (laughs) But I'm, I'm good. And I think what ended up happening, the best way I can put it, is on my weekend since then, I woke up to the fact that my... This Jeremy here is just as messed up as anyone else, and in some ways, worse, and in other ways, not so much. So I'm a complicated, broken man, and I woke up to realizing that that's, that's in, in fact, the case. And I will tell you that after my weekend, it was incredible and absolutely horrible at the same time. After my weekend, because of that realization, that's not something I wanted. I didn't want to learn that I was, I was weak, that I was broken, that I was flawed. I didn't want to come to that realization. And so because of that, there's every mechanism coping I learned in my entire life fought against that. Mm. You know, my ego was like, whatever happened on that weekend, Jeremy, you're not that bad. Yeah, screw it. And not that anybody on the weekend told me I was bad. It was just I woke up to that I'm not perfect, and yeah. I need to work on myself. Well, the whole every every moment since then has been realizing more how broken I am. But also at the same time, it's the wonderful part is that yeah, I'm flawed, but I'm also beautifully and wonderfully made. Yeah, and I'm I'm exactly who I need to be and I'm in the moment I need to be, and I'm on the journey I need to be. All of those things that happened, those uh, my world falling apart that brought me to that weekend, I don't blame God for that. I don't blame anybody for that. It's what needed to happen because of me. It's what needed to happen to get me to that place where I would reach out for the first time in my life and ask for help.
1: Yeah. So, one more question it sounds like it learned you learned to give yourself grace on some levels how has it made you look at other people as well as you started thinking hey my mess isn't as bad as their mess and there was almost like i'm better than how has all this worked for you to finally say man yes i was messed up or i had i was broken but man i'm fearfully and wonderfully made how Mm -hmm. has that opened your eyes to others that you encounter,
0: like I said, my initial weekend with the Crucible Project it mostly opened my eyes, and it and it began a journey of me opening my eyes even more and opening my heart more. And I realized that how I had lived my life was very with a narrow focus. Um, even even my view of God was so narrow. Even my view of, you know, his kingdom and all of that was so narrow and limiting. And, you know, just this angry um, old man in the sky who was disappointed in me when I did whatever. And really there wasn't love. I look back and I don't see a life truly lived full of love for other people. But I think since the Crucible Project, which was just the catalyst to get me to grow and expand and, and uh begin re-examining even my assumptions about what I thought God was like. Yeah. Um, and so once I started questioning those fundamental assumptions, which much of it came from when I was a child and how I was raised and things like that. But once I started looking at all that, my view, my, I don't know, my world just expanded. My view of God was so much bigger and amazing and loving and tremendous beyond what I could have ever imagined. And as a result, how I view other people is, and I know that I'm on the right path because I'm loving people more. That was not something I could have said pre-Crucible, is I'm actually loving people more. I'm I'm wanting to be with people more. I don't want to be by myself. I don't want to be 100% self-reliant anymore. Yeah, there's that part of me that still comes up and wants to do that. But I mean, I want to help people. I want to be with people. I want to support people. I want to love people. I want to love people before that I wasn't willing to love. Dude. But it's, it's there now. Yeah, And that's so huge. That's it's, huge. it's a strange and new journey for me. Yeah, but I'm stepping into these places where it's like, that just feels right. It's uncomfortable, but it just feels right. And so I'm moving and stepping into that. And yeah, it's just a journey.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining today. Man, I love your story. Uh, I hope this story gives others encouragement. Uh, You know, I think of this guy that was out on an island by himself uh, doing life, probably insulated for a lot of reasons why. And just going from the island to the mainland and learning that the mainland isn't so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey,
1: yeah, love you. Thank you for being with us this morning.
0: Thank you, Andy. Loved it.
1: You bet, dude. Peace. For more information about our weekends, please go to thecrucibleproject.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Rate and review wherever you are listening and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Also, don't forget to check out myjourneyto.com for your free two-week trial. That's myjourneyto.com. Thank you for listening.